Shumai, Kroiso, and welcome to a new episode of a Club Pill Droids Cymru Premier podcast. I'm Ivan Gwilym, and I'm joined as always by founder of a Club Pill Droid, Jordan Jones. After a week break from the pod, we've got a lot of games to discuss this week, so we've looked at the highlights from the Cymru Premier, as well as emerging news from the Cymru South, Cymru North, Ardal Leagues, and the League Cup. A quick call to action before we get started a club hill droid are looking for contributors so if you're interested in getting involved with the website the podcast or the new youtube channel then do get in touch Shumai, and welcome to a Club Pildroids Cymru Premier Podcast. Apologies for not appearing in your podcast feeds last week, everyone. Uh, the trouble with trying to fit in recording around normal life. Uh, we can't always find a time that suits both Jordan and I, and speak of the devil. Jordan Jones uh, joins me, as usual, today. Jordan, how are you? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. And how about yourself? Yes, very good. I've been uh, manic, as obviously, uh, last week, um, trying to sell a house with a baby uh, is... is Making making life quite busy, but um, have you been busy since we spoke last on on football games? Yeah, it's more been a case of organising it for everyone, trying mm. to get everyone out to all of these games. We've also had um, women's internationals going on. You always have to consider content and all that. So it's been a busy week as well as juggling a master's degree. So we still find time somehow to mm-hmm. cover this, to cover Camry Premier, and do what we do. So I'm glad we're back to it this week. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff to go through. Midweek games are back, uh, and as I wasn't available last week, we've actually got you know, a lot of games to discuss, so we'll pick through the Cymru Premier highlights later. Can't go through everything, uh, but first, we've got some good news arriving from lower tiers in Wales. Uh, what's the latest on uh, tiers two and below? So it is great news. Even for Welsh football, in that we're going to see more leagues now coming back. The Cymru North and the Cymru South have really received elite status which means they'll be allowed to play and it's it's a quick turnaround because next week we've got the Nathaniel MG Cup first round and the biggest news is that the inclusion of Cardiff City and Newport County we, we don't know what kind of sides we're going to see we might see some first team players from both sides obviously Cardiff City have a South Wales derby the next day because they're playing Tassel on the Friday night and Newport County are playing a familiar face and then the Athletic so yeah we've got competitive games back some of these teams haven't played since March or even before then and then in the new year the leagues are back shortened season 15 game season some teams will have more home games than other teams random draw or also we could see the Ardell leagues come back as well we're just waiting on elite status to be granted from Sport Wales so it's more leagues more teams to be covered more leagues to be covered but it's great and it's some kind of return to normality because we're all buzzing with the Cymru Premier and Welsh Premier Women's, Women's League coming back and now we've got even more leagues coming back. Brilliant. Baby steps, I suppose. Um, uh, yeah, it's, as expected, uh, it would have been a half season, so teams playing each other once home or away. And uh, any news on Tier 4 or below yet? Um, I, I still think it, it's still a cautious thing. Um, and I do know that a lot of people have been quite vocal about the return of lower league football. It's really a case of, is that because it was all part of the FAW master plan, really is to be more involved in Welsh football, is that the FAW are responsible for the Cymru North and Cymru South and now the Ardal Leagues this year. So in a normal world, we'd have had an even more joined together pyramid system. Um, 
unfortunately, because they don't come under the FAW umbrella directly, it's obviously harder for them to apply for elite status to sport Wales. And that's the only way you're going to get football played on a bigger scale is if you can persuade sport Wales and the Welsh Government to allow football to come back. Luckily, we've got seven leagues now in the men's game. We've got the Welsh Premier Women's League. So it's more leagues opening up and it allows us to cover the games and for the footballers and the coaches to, more importantly, go back to the games. Yeah. Well, and, and the fans as well, I suppose, because still no sign of them returning. And it's that uh, it's those Tafswell and Indy games that I really feel that how great that would be with fans there. I know that um, familiar with the scenes at Freyrida when Cardiff City play their pre-season friendlies against Tafswell. Might not have been a good as, as good a turnout anyway in, in mid-December, but uh, it would still draw a crowd, wouldn't it? Yeah, most most definitely. You always see 2,500 people there. And it didn't happen to Harris because obviously Neil Harris um, hasn't um, taken a pre-season where he's been able to go to a lower league side. But it was interesting to read that Neil Harris was such a driving force in Cardiff City joining that competition. And I've always said it, like, as a Cardiff City supporter, um, I still want this kind of link with Welsh football. And having this is that Nathaniel MG Cup, and it's, no, it's not demoralising it, it's not saying that it's not as credible as the Welsh Cup, for example, but the Welsh Cup offers European money and it offers a lot of prize money and a lot more teams joining it. With the inclusion of Cardiff City and Newport County, it, it's actually a good thing, and I hope Swansea City, Newport, and even Merthyr Tidville, Merthyr Town, um, join the competition because... There's opportunities for a wild card, and it also opens it up a bit and allows the exile clubs, the Anglo clubs, to become a part of the Welsh domestic system. And with fans, this competition would have really, really made the airwaves, sort of made the papers. And we've already seen some kind of increased exposure from that. Mm. Well, we do have a, uh, a league uh, without the exiles, um, and we'll go through it. We'll start at the bottom of the league and work our way up. Kev Druids are uh, on five points at the bottom of the table. They've lost, since we last spoke, uh, 2-1 to Connors Key on the 20th of November, but showed a big improvement since they lost 5-0 against the reigning champions at home. Uh, and then followed that with a valuable point away against Pennebont, and last night got beaten easily, as often happens, 4-0 uh, against uh, TNS. But Jordan, can you see any cause for optimism in Druids' latest performances? Um, I'd say the points against Pennebont is a good one for them, especially away um, at Pennebont and that late that great strike from Jacob Wise as well, and mm. um, shows a bit of fight. And I did see yesterday is that we discuss it sometimes. If you're a lower league team, if you're a team that isn't going to have any top six ambitions, um, that TNS and Connors Keane, Barry and Bala are sometimes free hits, and this may be the case last night. Um, so I remember when the Druids were playing Connie's Key is they took some positives despite a high, hard defeat. And it might be the same with last night's result is that mm. they won't expect anything from TNS. Perhaps a bit more competitive, but when you've got the likes of Greg Traper who actually starts for once for TNS, he gets a hat trick, <laughs> for example. So it, it, yeah. you can't stop Greg Traper. He's definitely the best player in the league, from, in my opinion. Um, for just how he can score so frequently off the bench or when he starts. Mm. Uh, so Druid on, on five points, as I said, Flint four points above them in the other relegation spot. 
Uh, had a very good result beating Haverford West away, repaying the game uh, that they lost at the Essity. Uh, then lost at home to Cardiff Met and in the local derby versus Connors Key. But they are only a point behind Newtown and Aberystwyth. Um, they've lost 10 games, though, which is more than anyone else has. Do you see them getting something out of their next game down in Barry? I think because Barry um, are on a slow run of form as well, I believe six games now without a victory. Um, it's the perfect place to go there. And if we talk about the controversial points um, in that when they lost to Cardiff Met, it was a debatable offside because it seems McCarthy's obstructing the eye line of the goalkeeper. Is that a point at home against Cardiff Met, even though Met haven't been at the races this season, they're still challenging for a top six spot. Um, it would have been, they would have accepted a defeat to Connors Key because Connors Key are the reigning champions and it's a D-side stadium. So that was a result that they didn't need to worry about too much. I do think they could get something on Saturday against Barry in, in that Barry haven't played too badly. They didn't play too badly against Connors Key, but it, it's all about getting a win under your belt. And I, I did feel that after Flynn got that victory against Alpha West and the manner that they did it, perhaps that was the start of something. But obviously, his last two defeats now seems like that good work has been undone. And now it's important now that they go to South Wales and they show the confidence to go and get something from Jenna Park. Mm. Well, just above uh, Flint, as I said, uh, Newtown and Aberystwyth, uh, both on 10 points. I watched uh, Newtown uh, midweek Tuesday against Met. They lost 2-1, but I was impressed by them uh, despite that defeat. I think they've got a really solid spine, haven't they, that that experienced, uh, played together for a while, Dave Jones, Kieran Mills-Evans, Sean McAllister, Craig Williams on the right, and then uh, Neil Mitchell and Nick Rushton. I, I think they could have easily got a draw. Um, they had uh, spells of good spells where they could have clawed back into the game. Crazy game because it was uh, 2-1, 2-1 within 10 minutes. And then it didn't really sort of settle down either, really. I, th- I think it was a really entertaining game after that as well. And um, yeah, Met had chances to, to stretch it out. But Newton, as, as I've always seen them, really hard to break down. Um, yeah. Were you at that game as well? Yeah, so I, I was at the game as well and I would fully agree um, on, on that in that it was such a fast-paced game and I was looking around the grounds because we had three goals inside 10 minutes and there's no goals anywhere else and we had three inside 10 minutes and obviously it just went all too quickly. Elliot Evans gets a free kick, Corsby has to go off injured, Evans curls a free kick in, it's a corner kick down the other end after Met score. That gets put away, good header. And then you go at the other end, great strike from Elliot Evans. You are right, it didn't stop until, I would say, about the half-hour mark. So we had a good 30 minutes mm. of just intense football. And it was a really good game. And I, I remember, like, sometimes the games that I've seen met Newtown can sometimes be drab. I remember when it was awful conditions and it was decided by a freak goal in, in the wind because it was awful conditions. Everyone was like a storm. I can't remember the storm's name. It was absolutely awful conditions. But yeah, definitely. And I remember the last chance of the game was perhaps controversial because I think Mills Evans had that opportunity. And as a last gasp, there was a substitute goalkeeper. So Will Fuller came on for Alex Lowe. Horrible injury that he's got on the face. Um, and then the referee blows for full time bit controversial because obviously 
they have any more time to have a corner kick. Yeah, new down players were, were appealing strongly, weren't they? Yeah, and they, they just kept... They weren't maybe keeping... were quite relaxed. and They went up to the referee and spoke to him about it. There weren't any handbags. It weren't any aggression. It was just a case of... It was just so dejected because I felt that they did deserve something from that game. Mm. But ultimately, that 10-minute spell decided the game. Met settled a bit. Could have had a few more in the second half, but it ended up just being that one-goal margin. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, the other results for Newtown uh, since we last spoke are Barry nil nil. I think they always they always done well against uh, Barry in in recent uh, years. And then Bala, uh, they lost three one. Um, Aberystwyth, the other team on ten points, only played two games. They've lost four uh, one to TNS and lost two uh, nil to Haverford West. Um, do you see them getting sucked in? Well, they're they're fully in that relegation battle now, aren't they? I'd say it's it's still a mixture, really. Is that when you look at the bottom of the table um, with Aberystwyth, is that they their ambitions are top six, and they've still got to stick to that. And I, I still think the gap is there for them to go into that top six. But it's kind of like you've expected a bit more from them this season that you feel like they should be securing a few more impressive results. But I think they played really well against TNS. They held them for some time and then the goals start coming. Mm. I think that's the case for a lot of teams in the Cymru Premier. It's just that fitness level of being a semi-pro and then a pro professional side. But I, I wouldn't say they're necessarily relegation in in the mix at the moment, but it's a case of because of these how the fixtures are working again now. Is that you've got to start picking up points because phase two is going to begin. Well, phase one is going to end now towards the end of January, early February. So it's important now that you start getting those points on the board because you don't really want to be secure. You want to be in the top six. You don't really want to be languishing below then and hoping that someone doesn't get a spot or someone doesn't get a license. You want to do it on your own merit. Mm. Um, above them, um, Canaveral on 12 points, lost quite heavily against Halford West. I think they'll be disappointed with losing 4-1 uh, there against a good Halford West side. But then drawing one all against Bala at the Oval uh, midweek. How big was that point midweek against a team that is fighting at the top? Really, It's a really impressive point. And... The impressive thing is is that okay, the result on Saturday was a heavy one. It was a heavy one because Josh Tibbetts was red carded and he was injured. So they had to play with a they had to play with an outfield player in goals because there was no substitute goalkeeper. So that's probably one of the main reasons is they had to have an outfield player in goals. And then Tyler French, who was playing for Port Maddox last season, I believe, makes his Cymru Premier debut. Uh, the experienced goalkeeper and keeps a one all keeps and in the game, the one-all draw with Bala, the their Gwyneth rivals, and you think that's it's more Bala have dropped points than Carnarvon um, have done that, but it's still an impressive point for Carnarvon, so it was a bigger result for Carnarvon, because Bala will, want, will have wanted a result from that. Mm. And then um, the last team pushing for the top six spot, actually the, the joint points with uh, Penn and Bontuar in sixth, is Cardiff Met. And as you were saying, with uh, Aberystwyth, you know, a few good results and a couple of wins for Cardiff Met has just shot them up and they're right in the mix, uh, fighting for top six now. So lost 1-0 against TNS at home and then an away win against Flint 1-0 and uh, the game against Newtown, as we said. Amazing what a couple of results can do to your position in the table, isn't it? 
yeah, that, that's that's the thing. And the interesting thing that was pointed out to me by Joe Thomas um, was how they've got six away games. Mm. So they've had this run now of home games. And obviously, this is a season like no other. But the six away games now, like Cardiff Met, we used to call it Fortress King Coy, King Coy Campus, the Fortress. And now they've got to discover their form on the road. Mm. Obviously, um, it took a while for Met to actually win at home, and they preferred being on on the road. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to have a few more games ahead of the, in hand over them. Um, but for Met, um, it, it's all about maintaining that now, and their biggest test now comes on Saturday when they host Baller. Mm. Will Evans returns to Kingcoy Campus, and it's kind of like the old guards return. And they come against the new guard. Obviously, you've still got the likes of Bradley Woolridge, Jemlyn Lewis, some recent that defence. But they're going to have to handle now a player that they know really well. He, Will Evans, knows them really well as well. Mm, yeah. Well, I think the interesting thing about that as well is that it's the first of a doubleheader because their next game after that is Bala away. How, how do you think that's going to affect things, uh, the fact that they're playing each other twice? I think if... Bala, I, re- I always remember Bala get something against Met at King Coy Camp. So I remember it was a few years back and Venable scored a great strike and it was in the dying minutes. Um, the only other result was the freakish goal this year, I remember. There was mm. a bit of banter on social media, I remember, with um, Josh Tibbetts, where a goal comes in and the wind takes it over. And it's, it's, it's the freak goal, but that's how Met um, were battling for a top six spot. That's how they took it to so the yeah. final day of these one. Um, so, but you always remember Bala seemed to get the best um, of Cardiff Met. And I do think if Bala get a result on Saturday, then they're favourites anyway, but they're still, they're still going to be favourites if they win on Saturday. And then they go to Mice Tegger where they don't lose and they get a result there. So it could be curtains for Cardiff Met in regards to their top six if they lose the next two games. And these two games are going to be against arguably the second best team in the league. Allah haven't beaten Cardiff Met since November 2018. So the mm-hmm. last one, two, three, four, five games, Bala uh, uh, haven't won against Cardiff Met. <laughs> oh, egg on my face. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, that was something that was uh, was forwarded on to me uh, earlier today. Um, I'm just double-checking <laughs> it. Cardiff Met have won the last two. So, and obviously one of them was famously uh, for the European spot as well. Yeah, on the Europa League player final. Yeah, so anyway, it's going to be an interesting one then. That's that's a good matchup. Um, in the top six, Pennebont uh, joins points with Cardiff Met on 15. Um, South Wales teams all together mid-table. They're separated by three points. Um, Pennebont only played one game since we last spoke. Uh, Druids won all of that one. Um, they've had postponed games now. How How is that going to affect their momentum? I think Sunday's results and how they have lost Bruce Griffiths may have been I've not seen the game to fully add how Bruce Griffiths would have felt from the game as such but I think it's like it's points dropped and it's nothing against the Druids it's a case of Pennebon actually really impressed me and if you look at the if you look at the league table and you keep refreshing it each week Pennebon being in the top six is a consistent thing and if anything that's a really impressive thing from Pennebon the important thing now for them is, is that they when they're playing these games, is they get the result that they need to. So Kynarvan Town are going to be a top six rival. Now, Penamont need to get a result against Kynarvan if they want to show that they are a top six team. 
And fair play, Ben Arman as well in recent weeks is showing that he's a Cymru Premier player. Mm. He's making a step up to it. And the newer signings are into it as well, but Ben Arman is really showing that he's a Cymru Premier forward. And Rhys Griffiths has said, he can score the goals that he wants to add to his goals tally, but really he wants to see Ben Arman and Sam Snave scoring. And he's getting that at the moment. So it's all a case of getting the strikers to be scoring as well. If you can get them scoring even more, I can't see why they can't finish in the top six. Uh, yeah, and uh, somebody who's certainly uh, a Cymru Premier player and possibly even more is uh, Jack Wilson for Hanford West. Hanford West are one point above Pennebont. Um 16 points. So Flint, they lost 3-0. They'd be very disappointed with that, wouldn't they? But then beat Canavon 4-1 very convincing. Alberus with 2-0 midweek. So that makes it the first time actually they've won consecutive games this season. Are we seeing the benefit of them having played during the fire break now? But most definitely. Um, and the most important thing is now is that Half West have a home win under their belts. Um, it's, it's amazing that we look at Half West and we think how well they've done this season was taking a bit of time for them to actually get a home win. Now, most definitely, such a professional outfit and I hope that they maintain their players because I know Danny Williams and Mark Jones' loan ends in January. So they need to keep their players if they want to continue that or they need to look at start looking at replacements um, whilst they're not there because it's such a young Bluebird site. And I saw a statistic a few years back where they went, like their average age was 21.7 years old. And that's probably not changed too much. It shows that they're giving local players in Pembrokeshire the opportunity to play top flight football most definitely I, I do think that they're showing the professionalism and they're, they're showing that they can, they've got the fitness levels to do that I'm not sure what else they're there doing but it seems like the infrastructure at Hanford West is really strong at the moment and then uh, leading the charge for the uh, the South Wales charge for the top four is Barry on 18 points. It really is close between those South Wales teams. Only played two games, uh, Newtown nil nil, and lost to Connors Key. You picked up earlier about um, the fact they're in a um, tricky patch uh, at the moment. Yeah, it's a case of, I think, we obviously they've only played two games since then, um, and then we have to consider the results before then. So it's, things do change um, in regards to player availability, fitness, and who's who's around and who isn't. Um, but yeah, it, it shows how well Barry have started if they're still in the top four. Mm. Um, but it's time to pick that form up now if they want to be serious, because they they have strengthened well. They've made, made a, assembled a good squad. Um, and sometimes I think that they should be doing better for what they are. They should be getting results, more results now. Obviously, some teams go for a bad run of form, but they, they've got to be a bit more consistent this season, even though we've known them for having long runs. Mm. They now slipped 10 points behind Bala, who are in third. Bala had a good win against Newtown 3-1, and then that draw uh, at the Oval against uh, Canarvon. We've already spoken about their next game, but... Do you, do you think that they can uh, step up to Connors Key and uh, TNS? Most definitely. Um, no discredit now to Connors Key, but I do think Bala might pip Connors Key to second place. Um, and it's just a case of, is that I'm, I'm feeling more from Bala by watching them, but perhaps because they're a bit more entertaining to watch on there. And it's no credit, discredit again to Connors Key. They have their own style. Um, and that's, that's worked for them that they've got a Cymru Premier title and a League Cup title. But Bala 
something about them that you always be impressed by them is, is the Venables and Will Evans is scoring goals for fun now and it's great to see him develop as a player. Um, most definitely, I think, I think it's not a bygone conclusion, but I think because the New Saints haven't lost yet is who can, who can stop the New Saints? Balor have drawn with them, but it's all about stopping the New Saints. Balor have stopped them at home, but they've got to stop them away now. And that's going to be the bigger, the bigger test for Balor, is stopping Connors Key and stopping TNS. Mm. I suppose, and some of the other issues is turning some of the draws they've had into wins, I suppose. That's, yeah. They had quite a few draws, and Connors Key and TNS now won their last four games in a row. Connor's key, uh, the last three since we spoke, Druids 2-1, Barry 3-1, and Flint in the Derby 2-0. Um, yeah, and then TNS, six points clear, but Connor's key nomads with a game in hand. Uh, TNS winning Met 1-0, Abba 4-1, Druids 4-0. They're quite convincing, aren't they? TNS, do you see anyone stopping them? You were saying about Bala needing to do it away. Do you, do you see anyone stopping them? I think it, it would take an impressive result now to it takes Konitsky or Bala taking points off of TNS. It's that we've we've got to see a loss before the end of phase one if anyone is gonna stop the new Saints. The new if the new Saints go the whole of phase one unbeaten, the title is going back to Park Hall. And Konitsky are in good form now. And like we mentioned with Ballard, they need, they need to not lose at home to Halford West like they did and draw with Halford West. Even though Halford West are a good side, mm. Ballard have to be that level above them. And they've got to start beating Connors Key as well. Um, so, so, yeah, but like, like I said, if, if TNS don't lose in phase one, then the title has to be going back to parkour because you always fancy TNS in phase two because they had just that mindset, go, go, go win their games and the title should be theirs. Mm. Yeah, the elastic hasn't quite broken yet, but it's looked as if it's they're about to snap that elastic that's holding them back at a few points this season. And um, the next few games will be interesting. Look, looking at those next few games, Connors Key, they start the weekend early. On Friday, they travel to Aberystwyth. Um, TNS don't play this week. Their man, Newtown, uh, Fixtures not been moved to some other point, I assume. But um, Saturday, you've got the televised Pennebon for the Canarbon game, quarter past two, not the usual quarter past five kickoff, and then for, well, for televised games. And then uh, Barry versus Flint, return of Will Evans to King Coyd as Met host Bala, and Haverford West versus Druids. What's your pick of those games, Jordan? It's got to be Met versus Bala just for the return of Will Evans. I'm excited because Emily Lewis is back now. So Emily Lewis and Will Evans, good mates. Well, the whole Met team are good mates with Will Evans. And now he didn't really light up the league as such. He's one of those players that was quiet about himself. But now we're really seeing the Will Evans um, that we should be seeing. Is that he's scoring goals for fun and he's in a very good attacking team and it's just it's in, it'll be interesting to see how Emily Lewis and Brad Woolridge and Dylan Reese mm. and all those Met old guards try and deal with Will Evans when he's on form like this is a coming of age for Will Evans and that's got to be the pick of the games for this weekend most definitely Diolch as always to Jordan and as ever 
Diolchen Vawr to you listening wherever you are. Jordan and I will be back soon to talk more Cymru Premier, but until then, hoil fawr. <laughs>